One, two, three, four. Just another day at my dead end profession. I've lived day to day. Yeah, listen to some good old country records on the radio. Hell, yeah, what else can I say? And we're back. It's the Degenerate Podcast. I'm Ryan Shores. With me, as always, is Dave Gallen. Hey. And on the soundboard, Mr. Robert Timothy. Woohoo! Never gets old. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. It's like <laughs> uh, upbeat. It brings everybody yeah. in and lets them know that I'm it's better at doing start, this than you, you are. <laughs> yeah, I think it's something else. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> something we didn't talk about last week that uh, it, it kind of made national news. Well, Yahoo News, whatever that you consider that. <laughs> uh, it happened right here in our, our my backyard, La Mesa. Is this shop owner that uh, he owns like a, a oh the suit store guy? Yes. Okay, so you can look this up. There is a the, a guy that owns like a secondhand uh, luxury suit store. Yeah. So if you want, <laughs> first of all, yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's just talk about <laughs> Hold on. that. Hold on. I'm just gonna guess. Like I, I actually I have no knowledge of this story. I've never seen it or right. anything. But like I'm just gonna guess that this guy is so Persian that he was born with a gold chain embedded in a hairy chest. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're not far Second-hand off. Secondhand luxury suit. That's right. If you want an Armani suit for three hundred dollars, <laughs> if you want an Armani suit that was worn by a fat guy at a wedding for four and a half hours, <laughs> if you want a Dolce and Gabbana tailor-made suit and you don't mind deodorant stains in the pits, yeah, this place will give you one for two hundred and fifty-one dollars. If you can overlook what might be either barbecue sauce or blood. <laughs> <laughs> this is the place for you. Yeah, and it's silk line. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, this guy sells. <laughs> I, I can't stop laughing when I say it. Secondhand luxury suits in, uh, in the main strip in La Mesa, and this guy has has garnered a reputation for being increasingly combative. Creepy, uh, like uh, for instance, creepy is what started it. Yes, but before the incident that we're about to talk right. about, a couple would walk by, and he would start making kissy noises at the woman. He he just sits up front of his store. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He sits up front like an old man in front of a liquor store in the south, and if a woman goes by, he'll make like kissy noises or he'll he'll wag his tongue at her. And if the guy turns around, he'll stand up. He's a sixty. No, I'm sorry, seventy five year old man. He'll put his fist up and try and fight you. Yeah. It's that crazy. Wow. He's not built or buff or anything. He's like a 70-year-old man. He's a 75-year-old man. Picture a 75-year-old Persian man, and that's exactly what he looks like. Yeah. I see a new episode of Bum Fights coming out Suit fight. He's got the he's got the build of Richard Belzer. Like he is not intimidating at all. Right. So like, yeah. So like, I was the other suit guys coming to fight. Like, <laughs> like for men's warehouse. He's like price value selection. I'm gonna beat your ass. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna whoop your ass. I guarantee it. So, well, there was another video, the one that I saw that clued me into the story at all. A woman was sitting in her car, and she noticed this, so she started recording it, narrating. He was sitting in his chair out front of a store. A homeless woman wandered over. And I mean classically homeless. Homeless. <laughs> I mean, she's wearing a trash yeah. bag, his pants. <laughs> Sits on his lap facing him. He lifts her shirt and starts sucking her tits midday on the street. Yes. Wait, wait, what? Yes. 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 Okay, I'm turning the corner on this guy. <laughs> now, to be fair, starting to like him. There was no chain in front of him, so the woman <laughs> was able to. I don't know. Wait, no, I mean, so, so, how does this end? Right, does she so, just get up and wander away? I don't no, know. So the video, 
And I, I might post it in the comments uh, if, if I'm able to of this episode. There's this woman sitting in her car. She's like, oh, my God, look at this guy. So this uh, transient woman who's got, like, just nappy hair and dirt all over, he lifts up her shirt, and the boobs are hanging down to her waistline. Yeah. And that's not an exaggeration. Wow. And he's like, and you can see him go, oh, my God, yes. Yeah, and just yeah, yeah. starts on hobo tits. Yes. Wow. And First of all, Hobo Tits is absolutely the name of this episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And and then all of a sudden, it's like a horror movie. The homeless woman like feels she's being watched, and her head snaps towards the camera. <laughs> and minutes later, the boobs come following. <laughs> no, and, then, yeah, and the video just cuts. Okay? It's so, like oh. the ring with old homeless boobs. No, now this video is actually unearthed under an abandoned house by some teenagers in the woods. Yeah. And they're trying to track down... So that happens, okay? And then, like... Uh, I mean, I guess to be fair, other than maybe some public indecency, it seems <laughs> like it's a consensual act. Ah, who's he hurting? <laughs> yeah. Enter act three. Yeah. So the, the video of knocking on hobo tits goes viral. Right. A bunch of reporters show up to his store to just talk to him about it, like, hey, what's the deal? Why are you knocking on hobo tits there, uh, Armin? So, and and he, do you remember back when Morton Downey Jr. attacked the paparazzi? He's like, I'll kill you all! A scenario like that unfolds, okay? So, so like, KUSI News shows up. They're uh-huh. like, sir, you've had plenty of complaints of you trying to fight pedestrians that walk past your store, you making inappropriate gestures and getting grabby with female customers, and now we got this video of you macking on hobo tits. I'm not sure they use that exact verbiage. Uh, <laughs> and he just goes... Ah, he goes. Them. He does old man super science. Really? Yeah. And he's like, he is full of confidence. He's swatting reporters, flipping off all the cameras, knocked a cell phone out of somebody's hand, chasing people away. He wow. punched. He punched the news camera in its lens. Yeah. Wow. You see, he backs down right from in. nobody. No. Wow. Or inanimate objects. Right. <laughs> By the way, I like the idea of punching a camera. Like. Are you hoping to clip it in the jaw? What's your, what's your end game? I think he, I, I think he's one of those old times things. If you break the camera, all that footage disappears. Yes. <laughs> and so does the incident with the homeless woman. Yeah, that now, goes it, away too. This is when the Ryan was breaking this story on his Facebook, and everyone started jumping in. This is when I was like, "Oh my god." We should, the three of us, go to the store as customers. Oh. How fun would that be? I have a hidden camera. I need a suit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Can we come up with a backstory where one of us is getting married and the other ones are the best men, and we constantly get into perturbments about what suit we're going to yes. wear? Yes, <laughs> we must. Yes, I don't see how okay. we're not doing. I'll this. do this. I I will be the guy who, despite clearly being like a size thirty six in pants, insists he's a thirty two and gets outraged at the idea that somebody would suggest I wear a larger size. Ryan, what do you want your quirk to I, be? Honestly, he would probably take your side on that. You would get mad at the pants. <laughs> Dave, Great, we're both punching pants. <laughs> Dave, how do you feel about dressing up like a homeless woman? I, mean, I, I just, I want to throw He's it out there. Enough. <laughs> nah, we'll make it work. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm going to have to say that uh, I'm going to start making gross comments about women and get them to agree with me on all of them. <laughs> this is going to be fantastic. First he of will all, yes, and the shit out yeah. of your comments, Ryan. <laughs> I think, fast forward, there's going to be four chairs outside this guy's fucking shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we now have a new member of the podcast. <laughs> ah, boobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, gives, it gives a whole new meaning to man on the street. <laughs> 
Hopefully we can get some some uh, some of the incidents that the news reporters got. Bobby, I, I know you're you're new to this story. Yeah. This is your first hearing of it, but I'm looking it up right now. While the reporters were all like sort of accosting him, trying to get a statement, and he was punching people as he's well, walking. Hold on, away, hold on, hold on. Let's let's flip who's accosting who. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. As he's walking away, he said, uh, "Fuck you guys." That's what I say. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You motherfucker, and flips off all the cameras. <laughs> I mean, he's ready for his first open mic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's classic. I love it. We should have him on the podcast. I love so that. I'm saying, no, not just as a guest. I, I want him as a permanent member. <laughs> as a sponsor. <laughs> yeah. He's the Artie Lang of this show, constantly acting up. And this week is brought to you by Pete's Secondhand Luxury Suits. I don't know if he's gotten arrested yet. I think he has. Yeah, he, sure. they, they, they took him in. And he Didn't got, he get arrested for punching the camera? Yes, was yes he did. Assault on the battery? <laughs> Stop it. Another thing that happened, and I found this very interesting. Joe Rogan, uh, I don't know if you've heard of him. He runs some other Rinky Dink podcast. Yeah. He endorsed Bernie Sanders for president. Yeah. Tentative. And like not even like huge. Not like, I'm voting for Bernie, but like I would vote for Bernie. Yeah, yeah he's, like, he's like, if it came down to it, I'd, I'd go Bernie. Uh, he said he's consistent. That's yeah. it. Well, I mean, he interviewed him and had a very good in-depth interview with the guy. and like They both sucked up his DMT. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he's actually interviewed like a third of the nominees. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so like he actually is in a pretty good position to be saying, I talked to these people in depth and here's who I like. Now, here's what, what got interesting. What I was expecting is Trump supporters going, fuck the Rogan podcast. I no longer listen. That did right. not happen. What happened is Bernie Bros, a bunch of Bernie Sanders uh, supporters, all got incensed. They're like, Rogan, you don't, you, you do not endorse our guy because you are not completely on our team. You've said things we found homophobic, transphobic, racist, like the whole thing. <laughs> and it is the most misguided it's so reaction I've ever seen. He's endorsing your guy. It's so dumb. It, 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 You're this, talking about literally the largest podcast on earth, a person who swings like a substantial amount of U.S. voters and stuff. And like that's, that's the, the main thing, is that Joe Rogan essentially controls the middle. Yes. All right? Guys that don't know if they want Trump or, or Bernie. The right-wing conservatives that have Trumpy bear, yeah. you're not changing you're that not guy's You're not touching mind. them. The extreme left-wing that says, if you're not vegan, you're a murderer, and everything's yeah. rape, you're not changing her mind. Yep. But these center guys, all right, that's who you need Rogan to be talking to if you want your guy to win. Whether you're on Trump or, or Bernie, you want Rogan on your fucking side. The middle is what decides everything. But rewind. Think of it even in a bigger... Not only is this an idiotic thing and stupid tactically as a maneuver or whatever, but just think of the narcissism involved in this. How dare you, a person I don't agree with, like this other person whom I also like. Yes. Right? Yeah. So think about what this means. And I saw these tweets like, we don't need anyone to endorse, endorse any damn we'll win on our own. Obviously, that's not yeah. true. <laughs> and also, hey, maybe we don't need you. Remember, it wasn't Joe Rogan that lost us the election. It was you, you dipshits. <laughs> like, it was you that drove all the center people over to fucking nutty-ass Trump. You're the goddamn problem. Like I keep saying, like I, I've said this on a previous episode, people, the, people in the center... Lean towards Trump because they were tired of being called a racist and a right. monster for saying anything. And, and and I think that's where we're at now is I'm starting to see a pattern where 
you're not encouraged to come up with your own point of view. You have to choose between two point of views. Yeah. And what I'm seeing is like people like, uh, if you only agree 90% of what, what I say, then you are a monster, yeah. you're a bad person, you're a racist, you're a homophobe. That's the biggest problem with the left, I think. Is yes. Like just, and that's what cancel culture came from. Sure. Yes. If and you don't it, agree with everything I say, you're a monster. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, okay, you look over to the right, they're like, hey, come on over, brother. Uh, <laughs> hey, how do you feel about blackface? Like, I don't want to be Here's a free trumpet bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we won't call you homophobic. <laughs> yeah, we love faggots. Oh God! Yeah. So so that's like like everyone wants you to just choose an ideology. Like for instance, I like watching Bill Maher. Uh-huh. All right, I agree with about fifty percent of what he says. Sure. Okay. You monster! How right, dare right? The fifty percent I do agree with. I'm like I enjoy listening to you analyze it and talk about it and, and pr- uh, present it in a way that I couldn't come up with myself. That's great. And then the other fifty percent, I'm like, well, I don't agree with that. I'll yeah. just wait till he's done with that, and then yeah. he'll get back to the points that I like. Right. And Bill Maher's a great example because Bill Maher. I would say Bill Maher. You're probably right. There's probably about fifty fifty for me. But what's more interesting for me with Bill Maher is there's about ten percent of things that he says where I'm like. That's fucking brave, and we needed somebody on the left to say yeah. that, and fucking fantastic because nobody else is saying that. Right. And then there's about 10% of stuff I, he says that I'm like, you are a goddamn idiot and an yes. anchor weighing us down. You're an anti-vaxxer and nutty in a bunch of other ways. That sucks. And so, yeah. like, not only is there that 50%, but there are these two 10% right, that are right. super polarizing on each side. And you know what? I also enjoy watching Bill Maher. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and you know what? If you present a, a, a point that I don't agree with, but you change my mind, yeah. I'm, I'm willing to change my mind. Yeah. Uh, but we're in a society right now where you can't, you, you don't have those options. If I, like, if I were to say on Facebook, I agree with 50% of what Bill Maher says, I would have people attacking me. Oh, sure. shit. You would get dragged so hard. Like, do you yeah. realize that he said the N word? Like, yes, I do. And yeah. I don't agree with that part. Like, uh, well, yeah. then you can't like him at all. You have to demonize him, or else we're throwing you in the same bucket. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it that is so dumb and it's so silly because that should have been like Bernie supporters. That should have been their party day. Like you hear yeah. Joe Rogan the comes out. The center is like, fucking leaning towards us. This you is don't, great. You don't need to like him. You could hate him all you want. It doesn't matter. Like how many? If somebody walked up to you and was going to give you a million dollars, are you going to ask them what their political opinions is before they do it? Like the, you are g- looking a gift horse in the mouth when you start y- ranting about. What is the, probably millions of votes that you're going to get? I, yeah. I saw this this uh, either or mentality when Kobe died uh, yeah. a few weeks ago. Is that he faced a rape accusation in 2003, mm-hmm. and there was two there was two sides. If you say something bad about Kobe, you're fucking dead to me. And then I saw people literally saying, "If you don't say something bad about Kobe, you're a rape <laughs> apologist. You post something negative about him, or I'm unfriending you." I'm like, this is insane. Yeah. Hey, I was having a rough day. What do you want me to do? Yeah. <laughs> Hey, here's how we fix the uh, the Joe Rogan Bernie thing. Hmm. On Joe's next podcast, he creates and markets the Bernie Bear. Oh yeah! <laughs> when you unzip it, uh, free healthcare comes out. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting because if you listen to kind of the the pushback that happened from that, you would have expected what Ryan said. Like you would have expected the right coming out and being like, "Joe Rogan's being a pussy. He's going for right, right. for this libtard bullshit. Yeah. You know, he's got <laughs> caught in by the media, just like all those other comedians." But you have the supporters getting mad at him for promoting their guy. It That's is... insane, and you're going to lose if you keep up that bullshit mentality. Yeah. I mean, it's quite literally pathological. Like, that is pathologically narcissistic. The idea that you would 
denounce what you think is morally correct because somebody you don't like is supporting that yeah. action. It is it is an actual, it would be a symptom of mental illness. And also, I mean, I'm not like a staunch Joe Rogan supporter sure. or anything like that. I, I, I probably, comedy is hit or miss for me. Like yeah. some of it's good, some yeah, of it's... Yeah. I, I, I feel He's that like way. a jock that got some things correct. Yes. Yeah. 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 It, and, and also I like his show. I think he does a really good job interviewing people and I, I think he does something that like is really hard for 99% of people to do, even people who do these type of interview and stuff, which is he's actually really readily able to admit he's wrong, even on things he takes really yeah, hard stances yeah. on, and I respect the fuck out of that. So I don't, again, Joe Rogan, don't agree with everything he says. I think there's some BS that goes on in there. I love listening to him for that reason yeah. than just uh, on his own. Yeah. So in terms of like the whole Bernie Sanders thing, I, I told you guys that I I kind of switched. Uh, I'm still be doing archaeology, but now I'm doing archaeology on these construction crews that are yeah, yeah. digging. He got fired. Stuff. He's in a construction. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and so I'm there. I'm there with construction guys, which is a very different environment than working with scientists. Oh, yeah. Like I'm used to working with biologists. You think Bill Maher says the N word a lot? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, so I'm working with these guys, and they're all union laborers, and it's like really rough and tumble type thing type guys. I realized that, like, obviously there's some political differences. Like, they're all really far right. And so they were working at one point, and we're all we're all hanging out there, and these guys are digging the hole, and they start talking to each other about, they're like, yeah, and these liberals, they all want free college and free health care and everything. And normally in these situations, I can just shut up and just do my job and just sit there, <laughs> but I was like... Yeah, fuck it, I'm here. Like, what? <laughs> like, I'm slightly uncomfortable. Might as well do the same for them. So, like, I was like, I was like, you know, it's not that necessarily people say you want free stuff. You just want to get the value out of your taxes that you pay. Because actually, in most other first world nations, they pay slightly more taxes than us. But those things are free, like healthcare and education. I'm going to guess like that. that as soon as you said the phrase "first world nations," they tuned out. Well, <laughs> no. So like... then, so then he started going through. He's like, yeah, but have you ever like been to this to Denmark or? Or England, and like just out of chance, he picked like four European countries I'd been to, and I was like, "Yes, I have, and I have family in many of them, and they love their healthcare." And he's like, "Oh, oh, well." They yeah. attacked him with a hammer, and, I was, yeah. and then I was like, you know, and part of the thing isn't even that. Like, I have healthcare. Me and my wife have healthcare, and when we had a kid. It still cost us six grand out of pocket, Ooh. even though we're well insured, middle class individuals. And I don't think that's fair. Like, do you think that's fair? And he took a second. He's like, "No, no, I've never paid for any one of my kids." In the <laughs> hospital, and I was like, "That makes sense." Yeah, and I, well, I thought in my head, I was like, "Well, they are union; they probably have really good healthcare and stuff." And I was like, "Okay," like in my mind, I was like, "All right, you win. You've got great healthcare, so it works out for you, but not for anybody else." And the day continued. Later on in the day, as they're talking, this same guy is complaining because his brother is at that moment fucking in, his wife in, <laughs> in child support court, getting like uh, having to pay a bunch of money. And pay so he's, the cleaners. Yep. So they're they're chatting with each other, and he goes, "Yeah, yeah, well." That's why I only fuck chicks on welfare so that the state picks up all the medical bills. And I was like, I'm walking by and I was like, wait, this is your responsible oh alternative God. to a public option? Oh, wow. You are using a public option. We're just paying for it, you asshole. You, <laughs> you could explain it to him seven different ways and he would not get oh, it. Oh, yeah. He, well, so and then later. And this nah, no one pays for that. It's welfare. Yeah. 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 So then yesterday, as this happened, that same guy, and, and he's one of the higher-up guys. He's not quite the boss on the crew, but he can operate equipment and stuff. And there's this- Wait, wait, don't skip the- Did, did you, like, try to make the point to Oh, him? no, I was walking by and heard it and was oh, just like- God damn And it. he was holding a monkey wrench. Yeah. <laughs> so no. I was just like, oh, my God. Then yesterday, there's this kid on the crew who's like 19, clearly has ADHD, is very annoying. Everybody's just kind of bothered by him. But this guy eventually got so bothered by him that in the middle of a city street- in Crown Point, like a pretty nice neighborhood in San Diego, 
this guy was walking by and he was just so annoyed at this 19 year old kid that he pushed, slammed him up against a truck and started punching him in the face as hard no, as he no, could. No, no, back up. It was a random kid. Yeah. No, no, not a random kid. No, he's part of the crew. He's part oh, of the crew. Oh, I'm sorry, I missed him. I thought you just saw a guy <laughs> walking along. God damn it. Yeah, no. no, he's him. this kid who's like 20 year old kid. Everybody's just kind of annoyed with him. He's just good, somewhat annoying. Loud on the mouth. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All that stuff. How many and punches? Like, uh, two. Here's the thing. Anybody else in the vicinity react at all? Uh, no. Uh, basically, everybody was there, and everybody went, hey, John, stop that. <laughs> like, Come on now. And then the boss, the, the foreman, had to take John a little ways away, and they talked while the other 19-year-old or 20-year-old kid went back to work and started digging a hole. And then I looked at this, and I was like, talk, I was looking around to the people around me. I'm like, all right, so like, how serious? Like, did the cops get called? Or like, <laughs> obviously, this guy's fired. But then like, how does he get home? They all work out of an office in Riverside and drive down every day. So I'm like, Jesus. in work trucks. So I'm like, how does he even go home? Like, what do you do with him for the next three hours while we still work and all this stuff? They just talked to him for about 10 minutes, and everybody went about work in the day. No <laughs> cops, no going Sounds home. About right. Not only did he not get fired, he didn't go home early. He, there was absolutely Dude, no discussion the of it. Construction <laughs> sites are like the reservation. They have yes. their own legal system. They're untouchable laws. by outside laws. It was Give crazy. Give me your cigarettes. Like, could you imagine the... The amount of paperwork and HR meetings you would have to have if, assuming you didn't get immediately fired for randomly punching coworkers. You're like in a the tiny face. sovereign nation. That's why you're there. If they unearth a body, they would just throw it away. Yes. You have to be like, no, no, we need this. You know, it, it, it's always funny. See, I'm on the other side. It's always funny to me when uh, uh, someone is so not used to violence that it traumatizes them. Oh, and yeah. they can't understand why I'm so okay with it. I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, when I was about mm, 24, I was in Ocean Beach, and uh, there was this guy. I, I didn't do this on purpose, but I, I ended up sleeping with his girlfriend. Uh, I, I, I did not <laughs> oh, know Oh, that she, old accident. <laughs> I, I did not know she had a boyfriend. She didn't put the chain up. <laughs> it was just me, her, and Trumpy Bear. Uh, but I, I didn't know she had a boyfriend. It came out afterwards she did. And this guy had left me a few not-so-nice voicemails sure. on my phone. Hey, so, maybe at the construction sites. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, I was at a, a bar at Ocean Beach called uh, Pack Shores. I used to say, "Oh, yeah." Place. And uh, at, at some point, I was just talking to my friends, and the dude blindside tackles me. He found wow! Me, and I'm like, "Whoa!" And I went down. Wait, hold on, wait. Who the fuck opens a fight with a tackle? What, what, what the fuck? What are you, a linebacker? What are you trying to do here? Jimbo did. Yeah, this, so, is, this is a poor maneuver, especially on somebody with ground game. So this guy this guy tackles me. I immediately go into guard. He, he he throws two punches, which I deflect, and that was it. He didn't land one, and the bouncers grabbed him, threw him out, uh-huh. picked me up, and went, you okay, buddy? I'm like, yep. And I went back to drinking. Okay. Because he didn't land any punches. Right, right. And this guy comes up to me. He, and also, another factor like that a normal person wouldn't see is like, you're used to this. Yes. You're not like an adrenaline. All no. jacked yeah, up. Yeah, You're yeah. just like, okay, cool. I'm like, oh man, he didn't land any punches. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I went back to drinking. I'm like, nope, still fucked your girlfriend. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> anyways, um, I, uh, I, I, I go back to drink with my friends, and this guy comes up to me, and he's shaking. He's got the adrenaline going. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, straight, he's like, hey, that guy just attacked you. I'm like, yeah, yeah, but it's okay. He didn't land any punches. He's like, <laughs> but he attacked you. With violence, and you're just okay with that? I'm like, I'm not okay with it, but I'm, yeah. I'm fine. He's like, <laughs> and like the rest of the night, he just kept coming up to me like, you're just talking with your friends. <laughs> and you're not like going home and being scared or in a hospital or at the police station. I'm like, no, <laughs> this is what happens sometimes. Well, I, I, it's funny because I had that same conversation with the 20-year-old kid because he's sitting there digging a hole and I'm watching him and he's, he's obviously feeling really dejected and down and everything. And, you know, he takes a lot of shit even before that. And so he's feeling yeah. really dejected. He goes... 
he's like, what would you do if somebody punched you, punched you in the face when you were my age? And I was like, when I was your age, I literally went to a room to get punched in the face for hours on end by guys who were really good at it. Like, and, oh, not only did I do it, I didn't eat for weeks on end in order to do it more. Yeah, but they were wearing 16 ounce gloves, you <laughs> But what was interesting is I did end up finding an arc site, like literally just in the ground as they were doing work, as they were like digging through stuff. And I ended up finding an arc site. And uh, I was pretty proud of it and did the whole document documenting of it and everything. You have to report it up to the higher ups and do all the formal documentation and whatnot. So I did all that. And then the next day I get a call while I'm at work. And it's the lead company, the company that owns the contract. And it's the lead archaeologist on that lead company. And I pick up the phone. He's clearly perturbed. And he's like, hey, we just got notice of your discovery. You got to contact us right away. We have a 24-hour notice period for the city. This is a really big deal. And he just starts going into it. Now, this is information that somebody who's been on the job for four and a half minutes knows. So, like, as somebody who's been doing this for, like, almost 15 years, it would be really weird if I did this. (laughs) And so, like, he goes off and... In my mind, I want to stop him, but I don't. Because I'm like, you know what? Let's. In my youth, I probably would immediately pop back as he's going in. But I was like, no, no, no. Let's let this go. And so I let him go. And he's got like 10 minutes of wound up. Because clearly, wow. he's just been chewed out by somebody. And he's oh. going through and he's talking about all the legal ramifications and how they're super fucked. And he would have expected more and the whole nine yards. And he goes, I just, you, you got to report these the second they happen. And I give it a three beat and I go, I did. I sent four texts. Here, and then I resend them <laughs> as we're talking on the phone to him. And he goes, oh, my God, that supervisor wasn't in yesterday. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and you got to apologize to? Yes. I can't totally. To you. <laughs> totally. And he, he kept sending me texts through the rest of the day like, I'm really sorry about that. You do a really good job out there. Thank you so much. I just saw the reports you sent in, and they were more than we would have ever asked for. Like, thank you so and Like, it was clear that he felt really, really bad about it. Have you guys ever had that experience where you had somebody who was livid at you and they chewed you out and then you got to say like the three word sentence of, no, that wasn't me. Here's why the styling of parenting I grew up with didn't work is my dad would hit me for any offense. And if it turned out I didn't do that thing, you yeah. can't just take that. No, back. you can't. You've already kicked my ass. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Your mom left the, the, the heater on. I'm sorry. All my right, Sonia, one free one on me. Come on. No, no, that wouldn't be fair because like uh, hitting somebody else isn't the equivalent of getting hit. Somebody hit you and caused you pain. The equivalent would be if he had to give you that much of massage, right? Like, he's got to make you feel good for the bad part. Yeah, that's a little... Uh, I don't want my dad massaging me at all. (laughs) Thank you, though. The thing that came to mind for me wasn't that same situation as a supervisor, but I used to work in a call center in customer service, Mm -hmm. and once in a while, customers would call up angry, yelling about stuff. And I didn't give a shit what they were talking about because I didn't care. But my move was this. (laughs) I would let them go for like a good one or two minutes. They're yelling into the phone, and then I would go, Hello? That would stop them. They would think the phone was cop. It would just derail them entirely because they would wonder how much I had missed. They would have to backtrack. It was so fucking good. It worked every goddamn time. You know what? I wish I'd done that when uh, I worked in healthcare. If someone was yelling at me, but I'd be in person, and then when they're done, I'd just go hello <laughs> to their face. <laughs> They get all flustered. They're like, oh, uh-huh. I'm sorry, can you hear me? I'm like, oh, oh, there you are. And they uh-huh. have to like back up and like they lost all their momentum. It was so good. That's so Such fun. a good move. And then Dave would just fart in the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes Dave's nihilism just like really tickles me, you know? <laughs> 
All right, before we get out of here, I had uh, two separate Troll Patrol uh, episodes. Oh, busy week, yeah. All right. And um, we got to get a theme song for that. We got the Troll Patrol. Jonas, we got, we got Meet an Inmate. I'm going to call uh, it Justin. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so anyways, um, two different things happened. Number one, typical incel behavior. This dude hits up my wife on DM like, hey, what's going on? Hello? Hello? Like, like that. Hello? Uh, and she didn't respond. I think she deleted that app because she was just tired of it. And this dude uh, took took exception to the fact that she did not uh, respond and starts trolling her photography page. Just leaving okay. very mean comments, you know. And I did what I always do. Uh, I, I, I'm like, all right, buddy, I, I'm going to tell you how this goes. I'm going to insult you. You're gonna co- you're gonna go to my page. You're gonna see I'm a comic. You're gonna call me a wannabe comic, uh, and then all my fans are gonna start blowing you up. And then you're gonna say, "Hey, it's not fair that you have your fans coming at me." I'm like, "How do I have fans if I'm a wannabe comic?" I'm <laughs> <sure."> <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they're, you're gonna say, "Stop." They're not gonna. And then you're gonna uh, threaten to call the police and close your Facebook page. <laughs> all right, that's what happens every time I'm warning Wait, you. Wait, so you you send him a a message saying this yeah. as like I'm like. <laughs> I, like Babe Ruth calling the <laughs> I just went, stop what you're doing right now. Stop saying th- mean things to my wife. I'm busy today. I don't have time for this. But if you keep attacking my wife, I will make time for it, motherfucker. I will cu- I will stop what I'm doing. I will pull over on the freeway if you keep being mean to my fucking wife. <laughs> so, uh, and, and uh, he tried to, 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 to clap back at me. I forget what he said. And that's when I said, all right, here's how this goes. Okay. Uh, and I, I told him step by step what would happen. And he went, oh, yeah, whatever. I'm like, all right. And I cracked my knuckles and went, all right, let's go. Um, so I started doing what I usually do. And that's when I got hit. I I, I, I put him on blast. And then I got a num, 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 num. Nice little <laughs> nugget. His ex-wife hit me up. <laughs> She's like, I was married to that piece of shit for two months. Whoa. Here is everything about him. What? Yeah. Wait, first of all, how bad at marriage do you have to be for two, two months? months? Like, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he cheated on her when she had breast cancer. Wow. Uh, his whole MO is he was very attractive in his younger years. Mm-hmm. I, I, and uh, his MO would be to hop from woman to woman, to, uh, use up all the resources, and. and Go find a new one. Like the Borg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but he, Shut the fuck up, you goddamn nerd. <laughs> he's lost his looks in his later years. Okay. He's no longer able to do this okay. as well as he used to. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because I was just watching it unfold. Yeah. Doesn't he still use the good looking pictures on his profile, yeah. though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. His wife is like, the, the, all of his pictures that you're seeing are 20 years old. Yeah. And, and so, and she's like, he's very insecure about his receding hairline. And like, oh, as she's ta- yes. I'm typing to yes. him, yes. I'm like, hey, Baldy. You're already, you're already getting people to Photoshop him, but just take slight amounts of hair off the top. Uh, no, I'm, I'm sending him uh, ads for Bosley and Bruce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what is that supposed to mean? Oh, I have hair. Look at my profile picture. I'm like, that's from 1997. Ah. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, then. Uh, other women start coming forward. Yes. All right? Yeah. They start, multiple. They start. Are, are like, they doing this publicly or or DMing you? DMing me. They're like. They're like. By the way, he just got out of jail after three years for attempted murder. What? Stalking. This woman's like. Listen, I appreciate what you're doing. He deserves every second of it, but I would stop immediately. Oh, wow. This is the first time this ever happened to me. Right. I would stop immediately because he's got nothing else to do. He is unstable, um, imbalanced, and he gets obsessed very, very easily. What part of the country? L.A. 
Oh. He's yeah. up the road. So she's like, "How's he fucking living in L.A? It's expensive as shit up there." He's sponging off people, yeah. still doing it even without the looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. I, I mean, I mean, the, the women have gotten uglier and uglier. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they used to be hot ten years ago. Now, <laughs> now, now he's sponging off the homeless woman who's in La Mesa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's with some old lady in her Trumpy bear. But yeah. like, uh, so, anyways, she's like, "Listen." He went to jail because a bouncer didn't let him in a bar because he was too drunk, and he tried to strangle and stab him. And this was a fan. This is someone has been following me for years. He's like, if you do what you usually do and, like, you know, blow him up and have everyone do this to him, he's going to become obsessed with you. Obsessed. I'm like, you know And Ryan's like, a new fan. (laughs) Yeah. What size shirt does he wear? <laughs> yeah, let me send him some stickers. <laughs> For the first time ever, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pump the brakes on this one. Wow. I just blocked him. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. That was it. Wow. That was it. Uh, people did keep blowing him up. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to block him from seeing me because I never do that. I'm like, I'm like, right, yeah, yeah. I'm like you block me, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't want him committing my tour schedule to memory. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. <laughs> you know? And, and I, I told Aaron to do it immediately, too. I'm like, I don't need him to show up at one of your photo shoots right. with a fucking bottle of tequila and a knife. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that was the first time wow. I'm like, you know what? This might not be worth it. <laughs> Lil, you're growing up. I, ah. you know, I always knew there would come a time with Troll Patrol yeah. where some guy would be imbalanced enough to where I'd be like, maybe I shouldn't poke the bear. Holy you know? shit. It's like the old Dave Chappelle sketches. When keeping it real goes wrong. Holy shit, guys. I just got a great idea. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay. What if we use the power of trolls against each what other? What if we get him to a construction site? No. So <laughs> we create. He would never work. We create a profile for this troll, like a separate Facebook profile, steal all of his pictures, create a mirror profile for this guy. Then we use that profile to troll other trolls so that the other trolls piss this guy off and become his object of incredible attention. And now Ooh, we have like troll- pitting serial killers against each Troll on troll violence is how we're going to solve the situation. Bobby, I'll tell you, I love it. Work. Yeah. No, that's what I was going to say. I, yeah. I'm always with you on the idea stage. When it comes yes. to execution, that's when I back off. Yeah, okay. no thanks. Yeah. I'm good. But I love the idea. Fucking love it. The other one, this one isn't uh, as grandiose, but um, uh, uh, this guy harassed a friend of mine. He's one of those guys that says, like, hi every single fucking day. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's harassment. Sex club rules. Say no once, that's it. (laughs) Yep. So anyways, uh, he sends her rude shit like like your tits. Uh, so anyways, I do my thing with him. And by the way, I, I post this on Facebook. I'm not doing this shit to like white knight or any, anyone or virtue signal. I just legitimately don't like this bullshit. And this used to happen to me like, you know, when MySpace was around. When I was like, Ryan would just get dick pics like crazy. No, my, my girlfriends would. And I'd be like, hey, hey, buddy, you stop that. They'd be like, fuck you, no. I'd be like, I'll kick your ass. They're like, no, you won't. And yeah. they were right. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, to Pika, good luck. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I'm like, now that I have a platform, I'm like, I'm gonna fucking put these guys on notice. <laughs> so, anyways, he did the my, my favorite thing. I, I messaged him, and here's what I said because he was getting like, t- I, I, I had everyone screenshot their messages to yeah. him. So I, I'm like, I need about ten more to his inbox, and then I'll, I'll then I'm gonna contact him. And finally, when I got ten more, I was like, Now people were updating Ryan in the thread, like, here's a picture of yeah. mine, here's a picture yeah. of mine. So we're all watching this unfold. It's beautiful. And I said, Hi there. 
I'm the reason you're getting all these messages. Well, that's not exactly true. The reason you're getting all these messages is because you sexually harassed my friend Sarah. So, here's what I did. I put you on blast, your face and your name, across all my social media platforms. I'm going to make you a deal. Apologize and never contact her again. And I want to take it down. And eventually the messages will stop. (laughs) (laughs) Or you can block me, but you won't be able to block everyone. So don't die on this hill. Just apologize. He blocked me. Oh! And he announced my Facebook was hacked. Yes. Classic move. Classic Coward! move. Which, wait, wait. For days? Yeah. Was it hacked for days? No, that's my favorite thing. Somebody hacked his account to send a message that said nice tits yeah, to somebody yes. else. Who yeah. does that? I'm like, what dude. kind of criminal mastermind is hacking Facebook to do that? Like somebody who has nice tits, I guess. <laughs> like, at least post some ads for sunglasses to throw us off the scent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think that's what I do. If I ever got drunk... And sent a woman, like, a picture of my dick. Yes. And she was like, I'm going to tell your wife. I'd be like, uh-oh. And <laughs> a bunch of cash for gold ads. <laughs> that would be nothing. I, 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 would, I would text you, uh, hey, have you heard the good news about Scientology? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would be a lot of shit to find. Like, I, you know, just say I was hacked. <laughs> Fucking be a professional. Oh, God. Did he, did he continue to get messages? Yeah, oh, yeah. He's still getting them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's so good. He could have just apologized. Yes, he could have just apologized. Yeah. He could have said I was drunk. I would have accepted I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> more and more lately, I swear to God, people are willing to die on the stupidest hills. Yeah. Like, always. It's f- so fucking well, frustrating. I, I, it's a little bit of, like, Trumpianism, yes, right? Absolutely. Because look how well that has worked, never admitting he's wrong, right. never admitting defeat, always go leaning into everything. And it works for him. And when people see that it works, it becomes like a, it, it's a fucking bat signal to narcissism of like, right. holy shit, right. I don't have to admit what I'm wrong. This is a and fucking also, Eden. not to discredit Ryan's technique, because it's fucking awesome and it's yeah. amazing. But there's no actual consequence. Yeah, I mean, there can be. It just depends. You know what? I I, I don't think that they'll... Here's what I, I, I see it as, okay? First of all, these guys have been doing it for years if they did it once. I mean, yeah. it's not like this is the first time they've right. done it. Now, uh, they must have seen when people get put on blast, okay? They must have seen it. It happened to other guys, right? All of a sudden, when they see... 15, 20, 25 notifications, plus a bunch of direct messages pertaining to what they've said, I at least know that it causes them some degree of anxiety. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh shit, has this gone viral? Yeah. Has this- it's got a little bit of what's been do- done in the dark is under light now. Right. Yes. Like, it- like, what's going to happen? Okay, so 15 people have messaged me. Is this going to stop? It, like, wh- how many people have shared it? They don't, yeah. they, they don't know these answers immediately. Yeah. So at least- How many of my ex-wives are messaging this guy? Right. And so, and I know at very least, this guy that said my Facebook was hacked and received probably 100 messages- Yeah. The next time he sees a girl with big boobs on uh, Facebook, when he's about to say nice tits, he's going to think of this. All right? Yeah. He is going to think. I don't know if it's going to stop him, but it's definitely going to give him at least pause. And that's enough for me. That's enough for me. It may not happen to another person because they're like, oh, remember that time? Remember that time a, a guy sent a dick pic to uh, my wife and she put it on blast and his wife found out? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That guy's never going to do that again. No. I, I swear. Ever, ever since then, he draws a little mustache on the dick before he sends it out, so it's incognito. <laughs> incognito. <laughs> uh, that's, that's right. I forgot about that. That's, that's a John Groove. That's creation. John Groove. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, that's, that's, what I, that's what I want. I want at least to give pause to guys that were that would do it uh, that would do it without consequence otherwise sure also nice tits but <laughs> she doesn't <have> nice tits. <laughs> 
All right, let's call the week. I'm Ryan for Dave and Bobby saying see you next week. Cruising with the twos. Ah, poops. Motherfucking time is passing by